Good morning, everyone. We're going to start. Uh, thank you for your patience. We're starting a couple minutes late. I just believe it or not, came from a three o'clock wedding uh, at St. Mary the Mount, and nobody was here to start the live stream. So sorry for the delay, and we'll be started in prayer and liturgy in just moments. I, for one, Father, was grateful for the extra practice, so thank you. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Welcome to St. Mary of the Mount, or I'm sorry, Mary Queen of Peace Parish, St. Adalbert's Church, as we celebrate the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today, and to anyone returning home to our parish community, you're always welcome here. What would church be without announcements? Um, we'd just like to note for today, Deacon Frank and his wife Norma will be selling cookies after all the masses uh, at St. Mary of the Mount Church this weekend to benefit the Chimbote Foundation. And we are singing new music for the Gospel and the Eucharistic Prayer this summer that you can find on the inside back cover of your hymnal. Though the formal requirement for masking has been lifted, we invite you to make your own choice to continue masking and or social distancing. Assisting us today are our lectors, Mary Patinskas, or I'm sorry, Mary Pakutinskas, and Joe Kolya. Our altar server is Paul Kofta. I'm your cantor, Rita Porterfield. Our organist is Cynthia Plazic, and our celebrant today is Father Michael Stump. And if you could, let us all now stand as you are able for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven, number 613 in your blue hymnal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. 
As we're gathering on this 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, we continue to be drawn deeper and deeper into discipleship and unification with God and with one another. As we begin the celebration of liturgy, this transforming power of God's grace, let's just open ourselves to God's mercy, ask that for our lives and for our world. Lord Jesus, you invite us to your table. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you sustain us with your love and your very self. Christ, have mercy. mercy. Lord Jesus, you share with us your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glorifying God, we together say, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, Put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. As we're preparing ourselves to hear the Word of God, we hear from one of the six books of wisdom literature in the Old Testament, and that is the book of Sirach. And we find that humbleness, humility, has been a part of wisdom all along. Second reading, we're continuing to hear from the letter to the Hebrews. And the Hebrews, the Hebrew peoples, the the Jewish peoples, experience God oftentimes in mystery, in nature, in the cloud of unknowing that seemed to be hard, far, distant, that could only be approached with awe and sometimes fear. But in Christ Jesus, God's presence and grace is touchable. A reading from the book of Sirach. My child, conduct your affairs with humility, and you will be loved more than the giver of gifts. Humble yourself the more, the greater you are, and you will find favor with God. What is too sublime for you, seek not. Into things beyond your strength, search not. The mind of the sage appreciates proverbs, and an attentive ear is the joy of the wise. Water quenches a flaming fire, and alms atone for sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exult with glad rejoicing. Oh, sing to God, make music his name. The Lord is his name. God, in your goodness, you have made a home for the poor. Father of orphans, defender of widows, such is God in his holy place. God gives the desolate a home to dwell in. He leads the prisoners forth in prosperity. Pour down, O oh God, a generous rain. When your people languished, you restored their inheritance. It was there that your flock began to dwell. In your goodness, O oh God, you provided for the reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, you have not approached that which could not be touched, and a blazing fire, and gloomy darkness, and storm, and trumpet blast, and a voice speaking words such that those who heard begged that no message be further addressed to them. No, you have approached Mount Zion, and the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and countless angels in festal gathering, and the assembly of the firstborn enrolled in heaven, and God the judge of all, and the spirits of the just made perfect, and Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, and the sprinkled blood that speaks more eloquently than that of Abel. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at one of the homes of the leading Pharisees, and the people were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, give your place to this man. And then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place, so that when the host comes to you, he may say, my friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, when you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they might invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You and I are all invited to the same table with the Lord. Now, we've been hearing a pretty similar theme spoken in multiple ways over the last number of weeks and months. And uh, th that theme has been stated in ways such as this. Uh, he has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty from Mary's Magnificat in Luke's Gospel. We've heard Jesus, as he started his public ministry, say that I have come to announce good news to the poor, liberty to captives, recovery of sight to the blind. We have heard just several weeks ago that there are some who are first, who will be last, and some who are last who will be first. In today's gospel, we hear proclaimed, the one who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Last week, I preached on the theme that has been applied to the gospel, that the gospel comforts the afflicted and afflicts the comfortable. Are you hearing something there? Are you hearing kind of a, a similar, and again, a very, very stark reality stated in multiple different ways and yet talking about this great divine reversal that happens. 
Right? That's what the gospel message is communicating to you and I. And of course, you know, right, all during these summer months, I'm trying to, uh, again, unpack how radical this gospel message is, how powerful this call to discipleship is that you and I have become a part of and responded to and continue to grow in. And so today, as we hear once again that, that gospel message of divine reversal stated and talking about when you throw a banquet, right? Don't invite those who are your brothers or your friends or the wealthy who can repay you, but invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, right? Invite them to the banquet. This is supposed to be throwing us into a little bit of a tailspin. It's supposed to be confusing or, or disrupting our normal pattern or way of, of wisdom or, or society or, or, or just the way we would normally think even in a rational way. And it's supposed to create something new for us. And what it's trying to create is not that the rich don't matter or the poor don't matter, right? Or, or not that women don't matter or men don't matter or not that one is necessarily better than the other. What it's trying to create in that great hyperbole of divine reversal is to create space that each of us can gather together at the same table with the Lord and with one another. So there was a, a gentleman who started, actually the two gentlemen who were the co-founders of what ended up being called Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, and the 12-step program that um, really established a, 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 a way of communal support and, and journeying along and, and really, uh, really honest exploration of self and growing in self. But that was the 12-step program applied to addiction in all and many of its forms. So Bill Wilson um, was a businessman and he, uh, he was sober for a couple of months, and as he was sober for a couple of months, he kept going to some of his friends who were alcoholics and continuing to drink and trying to help them. And many of them would either ignore him or resist him, and he was becoming very confused and frustrated. Well, he himself, in those early few months of sobriety, goes on a business trip, I believe it was actually in Ohio, and his business trip and his business deal failed miserably, right? And as his business deal failed miserably, he was sitting in the lobby of the hotel that he was staying in, listening to all the activity in the bar. And he had this incredible urge, again, in stress, in failure, in all of those things, had, had once again this incredible urge that he hadn't felt in a couple months to go have a drink. And as he was having this urge and listening to the people in the bar, for some reason, he had another urge that overcame him. And he said, I don't need a drink. I need another alcoholic. So he went to the phone away from the bar and called up one of his friends, 
Dr. Someone or other, who ended up being the co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, and talked to him on the phone for a long time, and got together with him that very same night, and, and just had a, a supportive, beautiful exchange. And he talks about how that was a transformative moment for him, because it was so, tra and, and is really foundational for the whole principle of the 12-step program. He said the difference between me trying to go out and help people in my sobriety and calling upon another alcoholic and saying, I need another alcoholic, was this experience of mutuality. I needed him and he needed me. I needed something from him and he needed something from me. I needed to give something to him and he needed to give something to me. And so it was a breakdown of this, I'm going to help somebody to this mutual experience of need, <laughs> right? This mutual experience of need. I believe that as we hear the gospel message and this divine reversal that those who exalt themselves will be humbled and the humbled will be exalted, that the last will be first and the first that will be last. The mighty are cast from their thrones and the lowly are lifted up. As we hear that pattern of divine reversal, what it's supposed to do for us is to create the possibility of mutuality. Where there's, when we gather at table, right, when we gather at table, like we are right here, when we gather for the celebration of the Eucharist, each of us invited to this table, there's nobody who's better or worse. There's might be different positions, there may be different gifts, there may be different responsibilities, but all of us are here because we have need. <laughs> All of us are here because each and every one of us is sinners. All of us are here because each and every one of us in some ways are saints. And we need one another in our own need. We share with one another in our own giftedness and blessing. A sense of mutuality. That you and I are gathered here at one table, the table of the Savior. And in many ways, nobody deserves it. Everybody's equal in the greatness of God, right? Everybody is equally sinful in the greatness of God. Everybody's equally blessed in the kingdom of God and, and, and in the amazing, the, the, the power, the love, the grace, the mercy of God, right? There's supposed to be a sense of mutuality as we gather. And so, yes, the blind, the lame, the poor, the rich, the blessed, the broken, the saints, the sinners, all of us with need come together and are invited to share in one table. As God's people, let us together stand and profess one faith. I believe in one God, the Father of the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ,
the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten and not the same, constantial with the Father, through him all things are made, for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate with the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sin. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting the grace, the love, the mercy of God for all, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Please respond, hear us, O Lord, that the church may be a place of refuge, welcome, and mercy for all who seek Christ. We pray, hear us, O Lord, for an end to the war in the Ukraine and for all who suffer from the wounds of war all over the world. We pray, hear us, O Lord, for all those experiencing financial instability or job insecurity, that they may be led to what they need. We pray, hear, hear us, O Lord. For those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers. We pray, hear us, O Lord. We go forth for an increase of understanding, environmental st sustainability in the spirit of Pope Francis' encyclical, Laudate Si. We pray, hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish, especially George Baldoff and Anna Gorga, may they be welcome into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember Irene Nizeol and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Please join us in singing for our offertory hymn, number 678, Dwelling Place, number 678.
Invited to this one table with one another, offering to God our gifts and lives. Pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May this sacred offering, O Lord, confer on us always the blessing of salvation that what we celebrate in mystery may be accomplished in power through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right It is right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For just as through your beloved Son you created the human race, so also through him with great goodness you form it anew. So it is right that all creatures serve you, all the redeemed praise you, all the saints with one heart bless you. We too extol you with all the saints and angels as in joyful celebration we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, sending your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess our resurrection until you come again. Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, which is spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, with David, our Bishop, with clergy, with all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, to praise and glorify you, through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day. 
so that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, you said to your apostles and to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but the faith of your church. Grant us peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Peace be with you. We offer one another some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. The act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in, you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart, as though you have already come. I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. Please join us in singing our communion hymn number 47, the cry of the poor, number four, seven.
So being the last Sunday of the month, um, we have been incorporating early community building as well as uh, awareness about the ministries that are happening. Every month we've been focusing on a different ministry. We've called that Taste and See. And the last Sunday of the month, we give people from that ministry opportunity to speak a little bit about that ministry. So Serena, do you mind coming forward? This month, we've been focusing on the young adult ministry. And so Serena, would just like to share a bit about that. Hello. My name is Serena, and I am part of the Young Adult Ministry. I'm also part of the core team, so I help to plan events. And we, our group is made up of people in their 20s and 30s, either who have lived in Pittsburgh their whole lives, who have moved to Pittsburgh. And I've been a part of the ministry since spring of 2021, when I was at Mass and I saw in the bulletin that they were doing a Lent Bible study. And that first Bible study that I attended was over Zoom, but even over Zoom, I really liked the discussions we had and being able to discuss scripture and my faith with other people my age. And since then, I joined the core team and I've made a lot of friends and you know we do things outside of our events but if you're interested in learning more about the Young Adult Ministry or you know someone who is, I'm going to stay for a few minutes after Mass. And we have two events coming up this week. First, um, tomorrow after the 11.30 Mass, we are going to have pizza and beer at the rectory, which is right next to St. Mary of the Mount. And then on Thursday, we are going on we're going to do the church step tour. So at the end of the street, there's steps and it says church step tour begins here. We're gonna start there and go up and up through the south side stairs. So thank you. As God's people, let us together please stand and let us pray. Renewed by this bread from the heavenly table, we beseech you, O Lord, that being the food of charity, it may confirm our hearts and stir us to serve you in our neighbor. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join us in singing our recessional hymn, number 644, There's a Wideness in God's Mercy, number 644. <laughs> 